0: What's up, hockey fans, and welcome back to the Good Gold Podcast, episode 42. On your screen is Matt T.R. He is in Virginia. Fishersville, Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. And we're here in Foxford, Massachusetts. It's me, Christian Brady, and special guest, winner of the Good Gold Podcast, Fantasy <laughs> Hockey League inaugural.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good to be here.
0: Yeah. I know you've been yeah. excited about this. We've been excited I to have. have. When we first created the league, we were like, why don't we just offer a guest on the show? Because one of us is going to win, and it's not going to end up mattering. But uh, I think we finished dead last and second (laughs) to dead last. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it was uh, a little bit of a flawed system because by week two, I just didn't care. Um, And then Mr. Brady and my brother were like, the only ones who were serious uh, about it and they yeah. were in the finals. So.
1: Actually, both of your brothers. Yeah, were really was good. Really, Nick was pretty good too. Yeah, Nick beat me head to head. He's the only one who beat me head to head, like two out of three or something. He, he had my number. Props it up. Well, the, they did well. So I'm yeah, going out to you. Arizona next Sunday, so I'll I'll hear all about it, I'm sure. Yeah, so. it.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, should we do a sponsor? Oh, I got yeah. a sponsor. Um I've looked up the odds. For, like, who's going to win the cup, who's going to win Dude, the divisions? Edge, man. MGM sponsor us. Yep. They're about to
0: blow up, too. So invest in them, too. Yeah. Legal gambling all over the
2: Although there. I'm invested in crypto and I woke up this morning to see an $1,100 I know. Uh, downslide. Yeah, so, the UN
0: made so much money. He invested, there's this thing called Dogecoin,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: started at less than a cent. And is now it was at thirty nine cents at one point. It's like back to twenty eight. It's like twenty
1: seven. Yeah. Yeah. You're still way up, huh? He's still way. Yeah, I mean,
0: I invested at one
2: point one cents.
0: So
1: that's pretty
2: good. Um, Also, I don't know if you've seen it, but yeah, it is very nice. Yeah. The ring wasn't enough. I got to, I had to get it on my body forever.
0: He got it like the week before I left, and when he got back, he was just like he would see me be like, "Oh, and there was like a <laughs> there was still the
2: plastic film on it." He just Yeah, we played Walker, and I'm on hole eight. Like, <laughs> like come dude, on!
1: Is that why Christian beat you that, that yeah. Did? yeah, of course. That yeah. was the well, only time. That was the only time I knew there had to be a good reason.
2: Well, so we pull up the hole one, and for oh, the other weird. four yeah. listeners, um, <laughs> we pull up the hole one. I'm like flipping out like well, I don't want to play with these other people like are That's they gonna play it? Are they gonna all like we're gonna to have to play these guys and uh, what my dad's calling can you hear me yeah I knew that was gonna happen I knew nah, my dad was of going course, to call. Of um so I'm I like, like dad I'm doing <laughs> the pot <laughs> um so we step on the t-box like hi I'm Christian hi I'm Matt you guys want to play some Captain's choice? <laughs> yeah. Because so, we pull up and Christian's like, this never happened. So
0: he no knows. one ever. He knows. When you play with other people, I've literally, I've played probably 150 rounds with other people that I don't know. Never once have they offered to play against me. Right. Like that's just, that's not what happens in golf. I don't know if you are convinced of that yet. Because we always play alone. Because we play at like 4 30 in the afternoon. We finish on like two and a half hours every right. time. So there's never anyone else there. And this time we're paired up with people. Yeah. And he, he's pulling up. He's like, dude, I don't want to play. These guys are going to kick us. These guys are going to kill us. And I go, it's not like that. Like they're not going to want to play against you. And the, literally the first thing they say to us is like, so
1: what literally, do you guys to do for the match? We're like, haven't even I, finished
2: introductions. Hi, I'm Matt. Hi. I'm, you guys don't play caverns?
1: I don't think that's ever happened to me all the time. No, no, no. <laughs> not with strangers, but people, you know, but. well,
2: so it was a dad, son duo. They were weird by the way.
1: Yeah. And,
2: um, we par one, we birdie two, and they just stopped keeping score.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: They they were, for the first couple holes, they were keeping it like hard. Because yeah. I blasted my drive right. But because we were playing up tees, it was further than I want, than I'm usually at. And it's like open over there. So I hit a to ten feet for eagle on the first hole. <laughs> and they're like, what did we agree to? Like, we just saw him pumping into the woods. We thought we were playing these two scrubs.
2: Although I did birdie two. He was He's like, if you different. miss this, if yeah. you miss this, it's going to cost us our friendship. I was like, oh, that's a lot of pressure.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right,
3: let's get yeah, to some hockey
2: show. All right, we'll
0: start with the suspension. Panthers forward Sam Bennett suspended one game for boarding uh, Blake Coleman. On Sunday, I don't have many thoughts on this. Seem fair. I don't like suspensions, but, like, he hit him pretty hard in the back. It's weird because uh, in the playoffs especially, there's a, a larger threshold for boarding particularly because in battles in the corners or whatever, you can push a guy up against the wall. If it's not too violent, they're not going to call it. Whereas in the regular season, they're going to call it most of the time. But this was just, I mean, it could have easily been called charging. They called it boarding, but it was both. And I think that's why there's a suspension.
2: Yeah. Ever since that moment in the game, this, it set the tone for the entire series. These teams all (sighs) of a sudden hate each other. Uh, the Battle of Florida is just as intense as the Battle oh, of Alberta. It's been it's, awesome. It's still. insane.
0: It's going to be awesome, too. Even though it's two yeah.
2: nothing, that doesn't tell the story of the series. It's been dead. No. And Florida won the regular season series, so it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back from this. Yeah. Was
3: Coleman injured? Uh,
2: no, he played. He played the rest of the game.
3: Yeah.
1: Lie. Still suspended.
0: But, again, they could have called a cross-checking, charging, So, And I'm
2: he he's, he's back for it. game three, so <laughs> –
1: yeah, so it's, it's all not football. like
2: it's uh, one of their. It's not like it's Keith Yandel missing okay, a game. It's uh, I, two,
0: yeah, we're talking about two depth centers here, which centers yeah. are
2: extremely important. But it's not like exactly.
0: Yeah, if you if you board a Kucherov, we might be talking about a couple more games. But
3: yeah,
0: okay, Pierre Dubois, Pierre Luke Dubois, and Nikolai Ehlers are out for Winnipeg. Game one is tonight versus Edmonton. Huge losses for those two. Um, Pierre Dubois obviously was acquired over the regular season right before the deadline for uh best player in the league Patrick Line. Yeah, best
2: scorer in the league, Patrick Line. Uh Christian's favorite player. Yeah. I'm gonna get you that's what I know what I'm getting you for your birthday now. It's a <laughs> signed signed ager <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It doesn't exist, dude. He's my time to sign. The only thing he does is go to practice and not try and then play Fortnite. So I don't think he signs anything.
1: <laughs> I drafted him as soon as he was available in the fantasy league. You know, just so I could rub it in on Christian. And yeah. unfortunately, I proved Christian right. He, he did nothing. <laughs>
3: well, yeah, I,
2: like Christian, he has certain guys he hates. And yeah. I'm big fans of those guys. <laughs> Pat Maroon is like my favorite player. That's yeah, not a cat.
3: So. You see his, this is a good
0: as good a time as any. You see his kindergarten playground taunts that he was doing? Yes. He's he really doing do do. He's calling him a chicken. Oh my God. <laughs> and his hair is gross. His hair is disgusting.
2: I can't stand him in a cat. What the hell? <laughs> all right um anyway yeah edmonton's gonna win this year. to me i think edmonton's gonna win this series handily so yeah those whatever. two guys are uh day-to-day by
0: the way and it's hard to count winnipeg out which i think i had been getting to game seven i'll check right now um yeah i did only because of connor hellebrough yeah so as long as he's not hurt they have a chance in any game because he's on fire the same way that um, Vasilevsky's on fire Those are the two best goalies in the league in my mind and I don't know if there's much debate about that Braden Holpe Yeah, Braden Holpe He's not even a <laughs> starter anymore Um, <laughs> Alright, Evgeny Malkin Made the trip to Long Island After missing the last couple of weeks of the regular season And the first two games of this series There's no word on whether he'll play tomorrow But he is in New York So I assume he'll at least be in a game four
2: Yeah um... Good luck right. to yeah. New York Crazy if he, if he comes back. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've been winning. Malkin is a guy who wins board battles pretty easily. Um, and that's Here. been one of New York's struggles in, uh-huh. in this series. Um, and then also on a penalty kill, which, as we all know, Malkin is deadly on the power play. So mm-hmm. good luck to New York if he can be 100% yeah. it,
3: for this series. Right? Over. Is he out with the knee? I
2: think it is a knee. Yeah. Mm-hmm always a question but yeah we'll see and oh yes. yeah i lost it never mind go okay. ahead yeah <laughs> if he comes
0: back hopefully it's not too early and he doesn't get re-injured but i think yeah, i they think they, they win this series.
2: they All win right. the series without him so to.
0: at this point in the series i feel confident saying
3: that yeah
0: okay two teams experienced multiple false positive covid tests last night one of them is the blues they had i don't want to make up a number but they said they had multiple discrepancies because they test once and it'd be positive and test again, and it'd be negative. So I saw a report by Pierre Lebrun that this might affect multiple leagues because they're all getting their COVID testing from the same, you know, agency or whatever. So apparently the tests are faulty right now. All teams as of now are expected to play without any guys on the COVID list, which
2: I don't want to see any guys miss for COVID. That would be terrible. Okay. So I have two thoughts. One, this already happened. Like every big league in America was using this testing site in New Jersey and they had a bunch of false positives. Mm -hmm. Um, These are the richest organizations to ever walk the earth and you can't get a, a right test. So that's my first thought. And my second thought is we have vaccine, like 60 million people have vaccines in this country why are we, like, I, one, why are we both, testing? And, two, why doesn't everyone just get vaccinated? I think most players are vaccinated. So, whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, you,
0: it was different when the Baylor women's head coach said it three months ago that they should be playing when they have COVID. It's a completely yeah. different situation at this point where you just it just doesn't seem like it's
2: worth having got. I mean, obviously, if the guy's COVID, you don't want to give it to every but, guy. I mean, from everything we've seen the past couple of months, like, like you said, the Baylor coach saying, we're in the final four. Let's just not test. Yeah. That's a totally That's different crazy. thing. <laughs> we have proof that all 23 skaters have gotten both vaccinations. And the CDC has already said, no mask for people who are vaccinated. Um, you, it can't be transmissible if you are vaccinated. So, I mean, like I said, these are the richest people in the world.
1: Why, yeah, how do they
0: not? Why is the university out? is a better testing program.
1: than Yes. Tell. How's that possible? CDC yeah. also says you don't need to test if you're vaccinated and symptom-free. So, you know, so, yeah, this shouldn't be an issue, but it and,
0: is. And
2: last year, I'm not trying to take any credit away from the NHL because last year the bubble was chef's kiss. Yeah. Beautiful, beautifully done. But it's just – it's weird to me that we still have discrepancies almost two years into a pandemic when vaccines have already been – I mean, we got – 60, 70 million people already vaccinated. Right. Anyway, those are that's my two cents. So
0: hopefully it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's gonna make too big of an impact. Hopefully it doesn't at all. All of those players were retested today, and I haven't heard that
2: any of them were actually positive. So okay. It's good news. Yeah, but instead of getting I guess I get it. If you're if someone hasn't gotten the vaccine yet, why don't they just get the vaccine instead of continuously getting <laughs> tested? But <laughs> If you're, say, I'm Ovechkin and I haven't gotten a vaccine and I get the Johnson and Johnson and I have a 104 fever in Game Seven, I mean that's a that's a totally different story. But at what cost are you thinking about getting COVID because you're traveling? Right. So yeah,
3: Yeah, it's a weird
2: situation, but yeah, whatever. We'll leave
0: it at that. Hopefully nobody gets COVID. Yeah, that's the real in the series. All right, Craig Anderson will start Game Three tonight. That was made official this morning. Vitek Vanachek is still day-to-day, and Samsonov is not in the lineup again after being activated before game two. Apparently, he's not back in the shape. He doesn't look good in practice, something like that. Who knows what's the problem with that? But he already had COVID, so I don't know what he's doing on the COVID list.
1: Yeah, so did Kuzi. Yeah. So in Anderson's um, AARP meeting got canceled? He's able to go.
2: He turns 40
1: on yeah. Friday. <laughs> I, I <know>. mean <laughs> – um,
2: yeah, I mean, we can get into that when we talk about the series, yeah. but some of the goals to me, like y'all's second goal on Monday was just he wasn't quick enough. Yeah, um, yeah, and I texted yeah. my dad. I'm like, uh, this is the 40-year-old goalie. Like, that's the problem. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but at what point good, do you say good. someone who has been there, done that? I mean, he was in, in the Eastern Conference Finals three years ago against Pittsburgh right. versus – now fourth goalie, Phoenix Copley, who's, like, never played an <laughs> NHL game. Like, where's the yeah, line? Yeah, yeah. So, and we'll get into that more. You
0: but. have to imagine that Laviolette is evaluating steps on part because if he were ready to go, he'd be in. Yeah. But he just must, Although, must be Anderson's
1: played well. He has he a good playoff has, record too. Good playoff and record. And you're right.
0: A couple. You can't fault him on any of the goals, but a couple of them, and even some of the saves, it's just like you can tell this guy is,
2: doesn't have it as much. He's he. Some of the shots that have gone in, you look at and you're like, Ottawa. Craig Anderson saves this.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So anyway. So his record in in the playoffs when he faces forty shots and more is like nine and three. <laughs> They're <laughs> like, all against us too. But his record the next game. Is like three and nine, so it's like he's tired. If he doesn't recover well yeah. from it, you
2: know. And and then also being forty
1: is another factor <laughs> yeah, to throw in there.
2: To,
0: which he was not yeah. forty when that started. With me. Right. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about that again when we get to the Bruins and Capitals at the end, which end. we're obviously
2: going to do last for everybody um, we'll, that is yeah. watching.
0: But we'll start with the last series to begin, which will begin on Thursday at seven thirty. That's Toronto versus Montreal. Which is arguably the most exciting series in the mm. playoffs. They have met once in the playoffs, I think, in the last like 30 years or something like that, because Canadian teams typically, there's typically not more than one Canadian team in the playoffs after the first round. And sometimes there's only one total. Um, yeah. But this is going to well, be a I lot mean, of we... fun because they're, they're the two most storied franchises in the league That's as far so as um, historic fashion. Robbery. Yeah, historic robbery. That's when you think hockey, funnier. you
2: think. Montreal and Toronto exactly um, and if you don't you don't know what you're talking about but it's
0: the Hall of Fame birthplace of hockey versus I mean the greatest franchise maybe in the history of sports so
2: although they don't be <laughs> well where's the Hall of Fame Toronto yeah well the birthplace of the Stanley Cup is Montreal so oh I didn't know that right oh. I did a paper on it <laughs> Lord Stanley <laughs> <laughs> okay the next series begins
0: tonight at 9. Uh, which is approximately three hours after the regular season ends in that division. <laughs> um, Edmonton versus Winnipeg game one tonight at nine. Like I said, that's going to be a fun series. Edmonton's either going to steamroll them or we are going to have six or seven low scoring games. And it ends up
2: being even, you know, but I don't, I don't see a scenario on which Winnipeg wins the series. Okay. So we have the, the guy who scored 105 points in 56 games, uh, who's head and shoulders better than everyone else in that division. I mean, Matthews can make an argument, but he's not the, the f- complete player that McDavid he's is. head
0: and shoulders again above the second-best player in the league who is on his – Who is team. his
2: teammate. Um, yeah. <laughs> who are on the same ballot. <laughs> so, right. um, Crazy. If, if you're a betting man, which I am, um, Edmonton to come out of this division is plus 325. So – Pretty, pretty pretty good odds, yeah. Um, Davis
0: only had one chance in the playoffs, and he did not look good. But mm-hmm. it was in
2: the bubble. It was in the bubble. Toronto's minus one fifty to be in the final four, which is actually pretty incredible. Yeah. Um. Well, since your dad's here, let's get his thoughts because we didn't get them last week. Sure. Um. Toronto, Montreal. Who do you have winning the series, and in, in how many games? Uh, I got Toronto
1: winning it in six. Okay. You want to add it to the. To the bottom, Yeah, Christian. I,
0: would. yeah I think that's – I mean, I think that's – if you're evaluating based on how their regular season's went, I think that's accurate. Yeah. However, who's better in the playoffs? We don't know with Montreal. None of them have really ever been in the playoffs. And Toronto is typically bad. They so.
1: are usually bad, especially yeah. their first round.
2: So – the X factor to me is goaltending. It always is in the playoffs. Right. You have to have a solid goaltender to take it all the way. I mean, you're talking about a top five goalie of all time for Montreal, but not this year. However, yeah, yeah,
0: so, not this year. But also, Jack Campbell has lost. I don't know what it was, but at one point he was 11
2: and 0, in his
1: yeah, yeah,
3: this season
2: crazy 11 0 and 0.
1: Another.
3: Thing
2: is Jack Campbell getting the start? Yes, yes. Okay, Toronto's winning the series because yeah. if it were Anderson, I would say I'm, um, I might go with Carey Price. Yeah, yeah,
3: but
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a, a totally right. different story. It's hard
0: to pick against him. Right? It's funny. Yeah. He
1: he uh, he sat and then came back and lost like two or three in a row, Campbell. Mm. And then after that, he was back to his old self, yeah, young self. <laughs> but I, um, I agree, Price right. is the man, but not not of late.
2: Although, up there. a factor to, to throw in is Price has always played 50 games a year because mm-hmm. he's never had a backup. He's well-rested this year. Right. So, sure. um, although he is getting up there in age, but so is Craig Anderson. Um, all right, Edmonton, Winnipeg. We talked about that. That's starting tonight. Who you got?
1: How many games? Uh, Edmonton all the way. I mean,
0: maybe five. Nice. I think that's fair. Again, I think we'll see some close games where it's obvious that Connor Hellebuck's the only reason they're in it. But I
1: don't see him stealing four games in this series. I don't yeah, think that. I, and I think head-to-head head head, Edmonton yeah. and Winnipeg. I think
2: you're right about that. Okay, so just to throw in a little note, we all picked Edmonton and we all picked Toronto. So that absolutely means yeah. Montreal's winning
1: in four sure. and <laughs> the Jets it are winning in, in five. I'm on picks, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
1: And I don't have to come back
0: and answer to this. So, yeah. This is great. This is <laughs> oh, great. well, we'll remind you. You only get to pick two series because the other one's already started. So, yeah. We'll let him pick. They won't be right, official, but we'll let him pick. pick. Okay. We're getting to Colorado and St. Louis. Game one was won by Colorado. There was an empty net goal. It's really a 3-1 game. Bennington stood on his head. He was a hero in a game that he lost. He had 46 saves on 50 shots. McKinnon had two goals and an assist. One of those is the empty netter. Kel McCarr had a beautiful opening goal. Oh, dude. He danced around a, whatever, a shot block attempt and sniped. He, he's incredible. He's a top
2: ten. Do you want to start your franchise with this guy right now? He has to be. With his age um, and he so I listened to the the radio call of that game, and of course the Colorado guy. Anytime McKinnon or McCarr scores, it's just yeah, goosebumps. Good. All hail Kale is um, what he says. That's a good one. Um, yeah, that goal was sick.
0: So game two is tonight at ten thirty. I don't see this being a good series
2: after that first game. It's dominated from start to finish. Bennington was the only reason they had a shot. If Bennington can steal one in Colorado, we might have a conversation. Okay. Um, if Colorado wins tonight, then it's – to me, it's a wrap. Um, Grubauer has played well as – too, so. Let's talk about Ryan O'Reilly before the
0: series saying, how do you match up with Colorado? He says, uh, they're a good team. We're going to have fun and we're going to beat them. That's a comment okay. you have to have. Um, it's a little too confident
2: for a team that is clearly inferior. This is the same Ryan O'Reilly that stole the uh, – Con Smythe from Bennington? Yep. Okay. <laughs> that was crazy. I can't believe that. I still can't believe that. Yeah,
1: anyway. All right, Dad. What's your pick on this? Colorado leaves one not in Colorado in five. I think St. Louis wins oh, nice. one on one at home. Agreed. Okay. Fair enough.
2: All right, Vegas, Minnesota, tied at one apiece. Um, we talked to we started talking about it before the pod, and I'm like, uh, no, we, we got some good content here. Let's let's yeah, wait yeah. until we start recording. Uh Minnesota. One game, one overtime, one to nothing. Cam Talbot played out of his Uh freaking mind. Um, and to me, Minnesota just dominated from start to finish this game. And then in game two, Vegas wins 3 1 on the scoreboard. But like you said, it seemed like Minnesota was the better team. Um, they outshot pretty
0: significantly.
2: It'll be interesting to see going back to Minnesota uh tomorrow. If they can keep this up because the way they've been playing at home, it's going to be 3 1 headed back to Vegas.
0: Yeah, game two was last night and it was 0 0 after the first period. And I was like, oh my God, it's going to happen again. <laughs> it didn't, but I, part of me wishes it did. That first game on Sunday was so fun to watch. I mean, there were more chances than the Bruins Caps games in which there was seven goals in the first or six, five goals in the first game and yeah. seven goals in the second one. And it felt like there were way more chances, just both goalies stood on their heads. Flurry deserves so much credit for the way he played in that game. The one goal was a lucky bounce. Um God, is so good in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Crazy that and this has happened three years in a row, two years in a row now, where we're going into the playoffs, like oh, I don't know, who do you start? You start Flurry or start Leonard. It's such an obvious choice. Yeah. Flurry is yeah. and going forward, you absolutely have to protect Flurry if you're the if you're Vegas this summer. You can't afford to lose him, without how good he is in the playoffs. Man,
3: that's true. I the question, I mean,
2: he's getting older. So, he is, he is do you go old. with age, or do you go with this guy who, literally, in your first year, took you to the final? Right. Um, well, Leonard Leonard isn't
0: Leonard isn't twenty five. I think he's 30, 31. Whereas Fleur is thirty four, turning thirty five or something like that. So four years in
2: four years as a goalie. I mean, yeah, it is a lot. You and guys Leonard, know you have a you have a goalie in the family. Two uh, goalies in the family. So two goalies much, in the family.
0: Which yeah. one's better? It's a little more than four years, but
1: yeah, right. <laughs> to me, to me, I'm going with um, Vegas. I, I know, I know that he. You know, I'm not betting against Flory. Just not betting against it. And I would, yeah. I would say that Talbot. I'm not going to say it's a flash in the pan, but can he sustain that for a seven game series? I don't, I don't think so. Right. But I think it's going seven. I think it's going seven, but I don't think Talbot's going to stand in his head. And,
0: Matt, why don't you and I pick games for that, for this series, since we didn't before?
2: Okay. Um, well, if we go back to Colorado, I got Colorado in five. I agree with your wow. dad. I think I think St. Louis is good enough to steal one, but, I mean, the Avs have so much firepower. Grubauer's playing lights out. Um, they're the favorite to win the cup at plus 325, and yeah, I, to me, I agree with that. So I'm
0: going to um, say Avs in six. Okay. I think I think St.
2: Louis wins Game Three and Five on the road. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, and then, see, this one's tough because if I had if I had the pick after three games, I might actually lean towards Minnesota the way they played Game I One and Two. Struggling with this one. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I have to stick with Vegas. I'm gonna go seven, just because it gives oh, me yeah. a little wiggle room. Yeah. Um. But I think, ultimately, it's going to come down to how well Flurry's playing. And if it goes seven, he's not losing. Um, so, he, I mean, he's, he has three cups. Like, he's not
0: yeah. going to lose.
2: Right. I'm going to ride Flurry. I'm going to say Vegas in six. Okay.
1: That's fair. All
0: right. Let's move on to the next series. Hockey in the South. Yep.
1: Crazy.
0: By the way, Vegas, Minnesota, game three on Thursday at 9.30. Okay, hockey in the South. This good
1: hockey in the South.
0: Very good hockey in the South with full arenas, which is awesome. Because it's Carolina it's Arena has 12,000 of 19,000 in there and it's rocking. It's awesome. And I assume Nashville, when they get back there, is going to be more of the same. Game one was 5 2, it was all Carolina. There was an empty net goal. Jordan Stahl coming out of the grave and scored two goals. Uh, I didn't watch much of this game, it wasn't very close. Um, Nashville scored the first goal, but it was all
2: Carolina from that point on. Uh, I saw highlights, and physical is probably the one word mm-hmm. that comes to mind. Um, Carolina is just so much better. I think Nashville, they're going to have to, in the offseason, because there's no way they win the cup. Uh, I will go on record saying that. Um, they're going to have some big questions because it, it just seems like they're not I don't know what the word is. like. They're treading water. They're making for the playoffs, but it's it's never like, oh, this is a team that could win the cup. This right. is it, and I, and I don't know what the questions that need to be asked are. But a month
0: ago, they were pretty decently out of the playoffs. Yeah, and they won three games, three or four games heading into the uh, deadline. Whereas if they lost three out of four of those, they would have sold
2: half the team, I think. <laughs> like if I look at the playoffs as a whole, Montreal. Winnipeg and Nashville, yeah. those are probably the three that I would say can't win the cup. Everyone yeah. else, if they won the cup, I'd say I can see. Um, yeah. so it, it'll be interesting to see what they can put on the board against Carolina, but Carolina's just so much better.
1: Um,
2: yeah, we'll, see. <clears throat> we'll check in on our picks there.
0: I had Carolina in seven, you had Carolina in five. Obviously, either still on the board, but you look pretty good right about now. Yeah. Yeah, what's your pick
1: for the Carolinas? I'm going to be bold, man. I'm going to say they're going to sweep. Oh, I thought you were going
0: to go with Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. When to... he said that, I'm yeah. like, wait, wait. I was what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: Carolina and Ford. I think if this is going got... to be
0: a sweep, that seems like it's pretty good. Pick.
2: We got to stop picking the same teams, but it is the first round, and it <laughs> kind of seems like every series other than ours is um, is almost a guarantee.
1: All right,
2: game two is tonight
0: at 8 p.m. We'll see if Nashville can bounce back again. This is in Carolina, uh, huge game, I'd say. Okay, now to maybe the best series, second best series in the playoffs so far. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Florida versus Tampa Bay, the battle of Florida, the battle of the Sunshine State. Tampa leads two nothing. They won game one with a game-winning goal by Brayden Point. It was the second in the third, um, with a minute 14 remaining. They tied it late too, didn't they? Braden Point tied the game with yeah. seven minutes left. Won the game with a minute left. Unbelievable awesome. performance by him. Kucherov, two goals and an assist, and his return from a leg injury, which had him on the eye over all season. Um, I mean, they have an NFL cap right now. They have an NFL salary cap. They're play- they're paying probably like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, they-, uh, they offloaded
2: his ten million for the whole year. I don't know. We talked yeah. about this last week, but. I saw a tweet that said they're, I think it was like 26 million in luxury tax, but they don't have to pay it because it's the
3: playoffs. Yeah, exactly. What a cheat
2: code this is. They're going to have a tough time this summer.
0: We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, talk about cap hell. You can't get any worse than 20 million over.
2: Yeah. Um, I will counter with this, though. If they win the cup, it'll be a lot easier to Uh say, look, we can get rid of these pieces because we got two cups out of them. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: so they lead 2-0. They won 3-1, empty net goal, game two last night. The story of this series, in my mind so far, is Florida going with Chris Drieger in goal in the second game. He had 26 saves. He looked pretty good. The goals, he looked a little awkward, but Bobrovsky's been looking a little weird this year, too. Chris Drieger's numbers in the regular season were better, but I question this move because of how good you know Bobrovsky is, right? Well they, they better threw than up his, experience, yeah.
2: They threw up his numbers and this guy hasn't re- he hasn't played since like right 2018 and then he's only played like one playoff game and it was in 2012 with Ottawa or something. It was it was ridiculous the fact right. that this guy yeah. was even in net. Um right. I couldn't believe the move and if you – even though he the
1: made panic two, move.
2: yeah, even
0: if they even though he made 26 saves to save 26 out of 28 shots that he faced I mean your team outshot the other team and you lost. Like it's tough to go back to Bobrovsky because then you're just the guy that flip flops, you know. But I think you have to go back to him.
1: Who gives you the best chance to win? Exactly.
2: If you're gonna if you're gonna switch to me with a guy that doesn't really have any playoff experience, why don't you go Spencer Knight? Yeah. Like that was my when I saw him in that, I'm like, what? Uh, the guy won two gold medals. Like,
3: yeah. if you're gonna go with anyone? Yeah. Other than
2: Bobrovsky, you have to go with Bobrovsky. You have to say, Look, dude, I'm okay. sorry. Let me buy you dinner. Yeah. Get back in net and try to get us back Bob, in this. Bobrovsky's
1: back well, too. Uh, no pun intended. You have
2: to put it in. <laughs> you have He's to. making $10 million a year to not play in the playoffs. I mean, I what? know.
0: He almost stole a series from Boston when we went to the Cup in 2019. I mean, I know it was a six game series, but
2: every single game, it was like, How are we going to score in this game? Yeah. How do you pay a guy? How do you pay a guy ten million a year and say, "Look, you're not good enough playing playoffs"? It, it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's crazy.
0: It's crazy. And again, Chris Rieger, if you're going to step into the playoffs and earn your spot, you cannot lose a game on which your team outshot the other team. I mean, I know it's you can't tell a story just based on that, but but you can't. I, I don't think he earned it. I don't think he earned it.
2: All right,
3: uh, so game
0: three's on Thursday at six thirty. We'll see who they go with. I think it better be Pavlovsky.
2: Uh yeah, Mr. Brady, who you got? You I mean you got a two-goal yeah. advantage here for Tampa, yeah.
1: but Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay and five. Okay. I think Florida ekes out one, but they, they just Yeah, that's you yeah. feel for them. I mean, they were playing great. Florida's playing great to wrap up the season and one of the best playing teams in hockey, but they're coming up against the juggernaut. Yeah. Uh
2: I do want to point out that Christian picked Florida, so Yeah, I did. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: It's seven though, so it's a still house a lot. Divided. It's still a lot. A house divided.
0: I say they put Bob back in. He's motivated. Two shutouts in a row. Into to
2: me. I mean, already. that out of all the series, that was the first time we picked different. Yeah. Um. So I guess my hockey IQ is just higher than wow, one, one of three. you is
3: going to
1: be right. Yes, yeah, true. that's true. That's a good thing about that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. <laughs>
0: um, Let's talk about another series that we split on which is currently split at one-to-one. The first game, game one, was four Islanders in OT. Kyle Connery had two goals and the game-winning goal. Ilya Sorokin had 39 saves, but it wasn't enough to keep his job. Another crazy decision, though this one is made by Barry Trotz, a guy you trust. Um, game two was two one-pens. Barlamo had 43 saves, but the first goal was one of the worst goals I've ever seen. It was basically a dump-in flip that he just missed with his book. That's age,
2: dude. I mean, the he he was our goalie when we won the Presidents Trophy in twenty ten. Huh? So, yeah. Right. I, I mean, it's tough to put an old guy in cold. Yeah. Well, so the question is, like you said, you trust Trots when he made the trade, right? Yeah. Or made the switch. Who made the switch for Florida? One of the winningest Kondo, coaches of true, all time. <laughs> so I mean. As I was saying that, I was like, "Ah, joke." <laughs> no, I'm not like trying to say like, "Ha, ha, ha I got gotcha. you." I'm just saying like, even a good coach can make a horrific a pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorokin's been playing well all season, so I don't know why, in a game that he wins, they they switch.
1: Um, well, I
0: think here's the difference in this one,
2: unless
1: he's hurt. I
0: mean, yeah, unless, unless he's, he's there's hurt.
1: probably more behind but the
0: story. Here's the more behind the story. I think. Trotz said at the beginning of the playoffs in the press conference, if we're going to win the cup, if we're going to go as far as we want, we're going to be a 2 goalie team, which is something I've never heard before and I thought was super weird. Um, So there's no way they could have put Varlamov in thinking Sorokin didn't play well enough last game because he played great. Yeah. I don't know. But Tristan Jari deserves credit after a wonky start, 37 saves, on 38 shots. Jeff Carter, game-winning goal, but it was in the first period. But still, a goal for Jeff Carter. Pretty.
2: Cool. To me, it's like a two-quarterback system in football. Yeah. It'll work until it doesn't, and then when it doesn't, it's like a really bad car crash. Right. Um, so, it's already not working. The, to me, the Pens dominated game one or game two. Um, and, and what to
0: me, me about both of these, Matt, as someone who, like, whatever, doesn't want to see these goalies have to sit the rest of the playoffs. Neither of the two guys played bad when they stepped in. Varlon let in that bad goal, but he gave up two goals. They were both in the first period. Yeah. yeah. And same with Drieger, gave up two goals. So it's not like they cost them the game. So at this point, it's like they don't have any reason to go back to the guy that they went away from, except for the fact that he should have been playing all
1: along. Yeah, absolutely. And he's a better goalie. There's just, I I don't get it. I really, I don't get it. Unless, it, unless he's injured. But, you know, right. we're never told about injuries. Yeah, in
2: I mean, what does that conversation even look like if they go back to Sorokin? Like, hey, you know, I know you won game one, but. Well,
0: I think it's easier for Trotz because he can say, this is our plan all along. You knew both of you were going to well,
2: have to for go Trotz, in.
0: On notice.
2: Tr- Trotz isn't going to have to have that conversation.
0: It's going to be Mitch Corn. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's taking the decision, which is another another guy that you trust,
2: that you have to trust. I definitely trust Mitch Corn okay. because well, he, without yeah. Mitch Corn, Hopi. I mean, we saw Hopi year one without Mitch Corn. He's a backup. He might play in the AHL next year. So,
0: <laughs> all right. Well, game three is on Thursday at seven. That's a huge game. It's in on the island, and again, Evgeny Malkin traveled, so maybe he plays. Huge addition if he's back. All right, and now we get to the marquee.
1: Hold up. has got a pick. I'll
0: Yeah, i jump again.
1: Yep, so uh, I'm going with the Isles, especially after what I saw game one. I still I, I think, think game it. one tells you, except in the Washington series, tells you more about how the series <laughs> is going to go <laughs> than any other game in, in, in the NHL playoffs. But I think the Isles, I, I've learned to never discount them. And Jari, I just can't put my eggs in his basket. No way. Yeah. I can't here. see him carrying them that far. you remember how we started the year? My God. God truth. Well, I went to
2: – I've been to one hockey game in two years, and Jari stood on his freaking head and <laughs> shut yeah. us out. And we left the game early to go gamble. Oh. So, um, I have to put faith in him. <laughs> yeah. Was it home or away? It was home. Oh, yeah. It was, we went to the Caps-Pens game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and my dad's like, "Yeah, first game in two years. This is exciting."
1: <laughs> so, right, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. yeah.
2: Although like in game one, I do know the Isles won game one, but from what I saw, the Pens went up early, and I'm like, "The Pens are winning this series." Yeah. Um. So it's weird that we can both watch the same game and have different thoughts of like. Yeah. Well, This is where the aisles succeeded. This is where the pen succeeded. Yeah. This is how I think. So that's what's so really? great about hockey is that it's not basketball, and we all know LeBron's going to be in the
1: finals this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> very true. But road team winning game one is, is very Yeah, tough. it's huge. Yeah,
0: it's true. It's true. Okay. Now we'll get to the reason anybody is, watch, is watching, <laughs> listening to this podcast. Grounds versus Capitals. It's tied 1-1. One, one. Actually, it's tied 0-0-1 to 0 one Two games go to overtime. Game one, 3-2 capitals. nicked out is the game-winning deflection. Vitek Vanacek was hurt five minutes into the first period on a goal. Uh, he hasn't returned yet. Craig Anderson relieved him. 22 out of 23. Looked great in game one.
3: He did and look honestly good.
0: Honestly, looked good in game two. The goals he let in, again, were weird, but he made a lot of saves that
2: uh, it was hard to expect him to, you know? Well, so like I said earlier, that second goal, I'm like, dude, you gotta have it. You got, but it's not his fault. Like his body just won't move as fast as he he wants to. (laughs) And then I, and then late in the third period, I'm texting my dad, I'm like, well, he's more than made up for it uh, with some of these saves. Yeah. And then, of course, I knew the Bruin, I knew they were gonna score late in the game. You guys had that power play. And I was like, we cannot clear the puck. Yeah. And then Dylan just like half assed. Throws it to the blue line and scramble in the net.
1: Pass um, um, goal. yeah. Yeah, so –
2: and that's how you win in the playoffs is nasty, yeah. gritty goals, and you have a heart Trophy winner on your team just digging yeah. at the puck. So. Yeah, we yeah. talking
0: about Taylor Hall, Taylor Hall poked it in with 249 remaining. Yep. Uh Game two is 4-3, Bruins in overtime. Guarded halfway, two goals, your dad's favorite player. Anderson has <laughs> 44 saves.
1: He does um, have a
3: Hathaway jersey. Yeah. Hathaway, His favorite is awesome,
1: actually. It's so funny as a goalie, like listening to people do goalie analysis who aren't goaltenders, that don't get the position. It's like it sounds so snobby when a goalie says it, but you if you've lived it, you know that nobody knows the position. I mean, Christian had a coach that was a hockey genius. This guy, Joe Lovell, is coaching in the minors right now. The guy knows everything about hockey, and he played—he played, you know, um, at a very high level. But he looked me in the eye and said, "I don't know the first blank blank thing about goaltending." He's like, <laughs> "So I want you to be my goalie goalie's coach and just take the goalies down to do whatever blank blank things goalies do," you know. But at least he was intelligent yeah. enough to know what he doesn't know. Like last night, I was in a, a men's league hockey game, and the whole locker room in Boston was just trade Tuca, trade. He's terrible. He's, <laughs> it's like, did you see that tip in that went in on him? He's terrible. You got to get rid of him. Bench him, put the rookie in. It's like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You cannot react to a tip it, that closely. He made the save. <laughs> it, it just, you know, had a spin on it and managed to still get in, but it, you can't react that fast. You know uh, what I would say about Anderson is his rebound control. Yeah. That is a, is a problem for him mm-hmm. and it's one of the reasons the Bruins got so many shots on him is he kept giving it back to them for additional shots and that one they jammed in I mean how many rebounds were there on that play he just kept giving it back that to me is is you know you, you look at the two goalies and, and it's like why can't people see this you know but if you if you haven't played it they don't see it you know that's true but he and deserves this is- a ton
0: of credit for playing four games oh. this year stepping in and
1: No, I even told my
0: dad after the second second. goal. After the second
2: goal, I'm like, this dude is playing lights out at 39 years old. It's incredible.
0: At 10 minutes left in the third, when you scored, it was like
2: Craig Anderson's
0: going to steal this game.
2: It just seemed inevitable at that point. I I do want to point out, though, the refs are horrendous. Yeah, this is awful. They're bad. And And this is coming from a Cavs fan who. You guys could shoot us in the head, and it would be four-on-four hockey. Huh? It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what the hell is this?
1: I know.
0: I know. I will say, like, they're bad. They're bad. But the four-on-fours is the issue. There were at least three in that game, four-on-fours, that should have been capitalist power plays that I couldn't believe. Like, Marchand hitting Matthew in the face. <laughs> in his
2: stick,
3: that was the laugh, one that got
2: so, That was dumb, well, yeah. The refs are bad, both sides. Yeah. But that that one on Marshan, I'm like, how is this four on four? How
3: is it four on four? Right.
0: Just 20 yeah. seconds before he saw Mantha oh, yeah. cross-check yeah. him and decided not to call it. But then when Marshan is just fiddling around with his stick, then he decides to take Mantha
2: for something he already decided not to call. Right. And that that one
0: did I did not, not understand. Did stuff, yeah.
2: And I'm always, I'm always like, I try to see how the other side. So like no we're at a Clemson game and Darian Kendrick, who's now kicked off the team, is yeah. holding the receiver, and the clumps fan's like, oh, that wasn't a penalty. I'm like, dude, he's holding it. Like, you... <laughs> Um, So yeah. I try to see both sides. but No, you're absolutely right. It's
1: rough.
3: It's rough.
1: <laughs> I agree with your analysis, and, and you just hope that the refs don't manage to ruin what is an awesome series. Yeah. This, is, yeah. this could be one of the best matchups we see the whole run. You know, yeah, that, that the league sees between us. Me and
2: Christian team. talked about it. Last episode, that I think out of the entire playoffs, this in Colorado Vegas will be the best series. Um, so, well, that's if so many good ones to this point, though, with fans coming back in the buildings
0: and potentially having a few stadiums at 100% as we get into the second and third rounds. Um, this is set up to be the best playoffs ever. And Sunday was maybe the best day of hockey I've ever watched in my the life. It
1: was it was awesome. There were
0: two it was overtime awesome. goals. Two overtime goals. And by the way, the night before was overtime as well, with the Bruins caps. And then game three is the only game that didn't go overtime. It was the best one of the three. Yeah. Between 10 and 4. So it was just
2: amazing. For some reason, it just so happens that our three teams with the Bruins and caps just have to be close games. Like, we can't escape it. 11 straight. And this dates back to 2012. 11 straight one goal games in the playoffs. That's the longest streak in NHL history. Why does it have to be our teams? Why (laughs) can't y'all win six nothing and I can turn it off in the second and go (laughs) out to eat? Like, what? it's ridiculous. I'm hoping tonight, honestly, if you guys win four nothing, it's like, all right, at least they're better versus (laughs) you can get like a cheesy goal. And I'm like, we should have had that one. Right. So, the yeah. best
0: part about this series so far, though, is the opposite of what you just said. Though it's four minutes of absolute oh, caps no domination, right. yeah, and then four minutes of Bruins domination. It. Yeah. Like, it's not even that it goes back and forth. It's just like you're each team is holding their breath, whether like we're going to score in these next four minutes, why is it not happening, or like we're getting dominated right now. There's no way we win this series, so right?
1: Like, it's just keeps going back and forth like that. It's like a prize fight. Yeah, know, it's, 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 it's insane. The guy just gets back up. But what what are you getting up for? And then he knocks the other yeah. right, well, guy Yeah. We know so. you're
2: picking the bees. This yeah, isn't already wrote it in. This won't
1: be popular, but I think Caps in five. No way. In
3: it's Matt's true. Dreams.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, I think Bruins in six. Six, okay. Dude,
0: yeah. Huge. I will say the game tonight is a huge oh, indicator of what this series is going to be like. To me. right. I mean, they say it. The series doesn't start until someone loses the game at home. Right. Um, I think the series, in
2: this case, doesn't start until – I mean, this is – the series already started. I think it's going seven. So, to me, I the think' the series starts seven. in game it wouldn't five.
1: wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all.
2: Um, I knew – when y'all scored in overtime, I'm like – it was a big, like, letdown – Going up 2-0 is, I mean, huge, obviously huge. it's an obvious statement, but Brilliant. it's so much better. It's so much better. It's like, already, Matt, it's already a little less than 70% of teams will
1: win the first game in the series. So, that's well, two so
0: it's got to be close to 90.
1: Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's like. I remember one team being uh, being up 3 nothing and cheering them on at the Garden. And then oh, watching yeah, Philly, our common nemesis, <laughs> come from behind and beat us four straight. But yeah, no, I, and, and you're right, Matt. I mean, that could have been easily been two old Caps. It could have easily been two old Bruins. That's what yeah. made that such a great um, mini series, you know? So easy. Yeah. I mean,
2: I texted my dad. I was like, this sucks, but it's best of five. So,
0: yeah, start over tonight. Yeah. Which That's is right. why this game is so important.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think if we can steal run in Boston, then game five is it's the most important game uh-huh. ever, because yeah. to I morning. mean, that's uh-huh. a that's a statistic that needs to be talked about. Winner of game five wins the series like eighty seven percent. Yeah. So yeah. the year we won the cup game five, we were tied with the pens. I'm like, we have to we have to win this game. Otherwise, we're going back to Pittsburgh right. game six. It's over. Yeah. So.
0: So Matt, I want to talk about the Rats. This is a conversation I've had with a few people. Um clearly if you watch the games, you notice that there are more penalties in this playoffs than ever before and there are way more 4 on 4s than I've ever seen. I mean, there're more
2: 4 on 4s in each game than I've ever seen like mm-hmm. in any game. There's more 4 on 4 4 on 4s game 2 in our series than I've ever seen right. in yeah. the playoffs. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty
0: rare thing actually. Yeah. Like in the regular season a 4 on 4, but it it's happening almost 3 times every game. What do you think? Do you want there to be more penalties or do you want to let them play the
2: play? Let them play. Yeah. The, it's excite. The whole point of the excitement of playoff hockey is that it gets more physical. It's more intense. I, I feel like you're just taken away from the game. Although, if it's a penalty, you have to call it. So right. it's it's like, I feel like I'm wishy-washy here, but the refs in our series especially, they are not, they need to they're lay just off. not letting them play. All right. Know? I think everybody who's watched
0: the series actually agrees with do. Because we were even watching the Nesson broadcast, which is, is like, the I think it's ever. undisputably <laughs> the most biased broadcast in the I entire know. world of sports. Jack Edwards is the most biased human being on the planet. Well, Jack really. Edwards
2: loves Tom Wilson, and that's why when he <laughs> oh, oh, game he one, he scored yeah, exactly. game one, I'm like, I know Boston fans are heated right now. Anytime right. he scores, I'm like, it's awesome. So he, everyone else yeah. hates him.
0: So everyone, even people who don't watch this and are aware of Jack Edwards, and every including them, are upset with the way that this series is being called so far. And I'm torn on this map because, like, sitting here, it's like, if you sign me up for more power plays, I'll say, yes, I love power plays. They're fun to watch sure. in games that aren't mine. But then, even when I'm watching games that aren't the Bruins, it's like, guys are going to the box for these willy-nilly things. It's like, you feel not only do you feel for the guys, like if they score on this power play, don't it's like it takes away from the kind of because this guy doesn't deserve to be in the box. So when the penalties are being called, I'm like, this is so dumb.
2: Stop the penalties. But then I'm like, also
0: I love power
1: plays. So
2: yeah, uh, no, I agree with you. It's tough because you're like, oh my god, this is the sixth penalty of the period. This is ridiculous. And then you watch the replay. You're like, yep, that's a trip.
3: Yeah. So. Right.
2: It's, you know, it's tough to, to, to stay unbiased. Yeah. But, um, they you just want to job. see them play.
3: Yeah. Especially a playoff hockey. but
2: they're doing it poorly Yeah. Um, in so playoff out hockey, you play anytime out. you see a stoppage, you're like, oh, yeah. come on, like, like, anyway.
3: Yeah, it's, t- to it's tough, it's tough
2: because, I, you know, I try to stay cordial with you, like, after you guys won, I'm like, GG, see you on Monday, um, see you on Wednesday. But I know if you guys beat us, I'm going to, like, not text you for a week. So. Our texts
0: our text have been very cordial in the past week. Yeah. Very, like,
2: you guys are behaving. We're That's being good. nice to each other. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Um, I know by the end of the series, it won't be that way. But. <laughs> well, well, the silence will tell the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll be deafening
0: for sure. Um,
3: all
0: right. Let's get three picks for tonight's game. Bruins, caps, and then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, this is a good one. A good hour-long show. This is a fun. Episode. Matt, I'll let you start.
3: All right.
2: Um, I think – and it's tough to even say. I think the Bruins win tonight. Um, they're going to carry momentum from game two. And with – Our injuries, I think Lars Eller's coming back tonight, but we don't have Kuzi. We can't win a freaking face-off to save our life. We win one out of ten. Yeah. Uh, Face-offs are so big in the playoffs. It goes without saying. I think the Bruins win tonight, and then we're just going to have to win four and five. But, um, yeah, I think the bees win tonight. I'm going to say another one-goal game. I'm going to say three to two.
0: Okay. I'll go next. I agree with your logic. I think game, as it stands right now, I'm predicting that game four will be the best game of the series, despite the first two being so good. I think game four is going to be the hardest spot. It As close as the games have been, the first five minutes have not been close at all. The Capitals dominated the first five minutes of both games. I think tonight's the time that that switches. It's going to be another close one, but I'm going to say three to
2: one. No empty there. So they break the, the longest yeah. streak in NHL
0: nice.
1: history. Oh, (laughs) Yeah. So I, I, I kind of think this exactly the same way. I wrote the same thing down before he said it, but, um, I, I think Tuca, you know, I always have a goalie perspective, but he's been under a tremendous amount of heat unwarranted. As I said before, I think he comes out, he typically responds with like, if not a shout out, he, he does. He usually stands on his head. um, Nobody shuts out um, the Caps. So I, I'm going 3 1 as well. Okay. But um, I think that uh, I do think the Caps are going to win four and five. Huh. Game five yeah. is going to be,
0: if if it goes back split, game five, it's hard to be against the Caps in game five going home. But um, oh, wait, I said Bruins six. So I can't say four and five. Yeah,
1: you so can't. Four or, <laughs> four or five. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think if you guys win three and four, it's a wrap. I think we, we just give uh, yeah. everything. We just waste our gas tank on five, and then we have nothing left for six. But
0: as much as I want um, it to happen, it's extremely hard to believe that either team will win
2: both of these games. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate All right. it. All right, let's it love- on. A- Playoff hockey is the greatest thing ever until your right. team goes to overtime and you're just like this sucks I hate it Why, why am I playing overtime? You said about overtime. You said about overtime. Overtime is the worst invention ever when it should be. No, but and I mean, if we're playing, if we're say we're playing Edmonton in the regular season, like three on three, I'm like this is awesome. I get yeah, to see McDavid yeah, and Drysital. Right. Like right. if they score, you're like, oh that sucks. We got tomorrow. Right. You lose an overtime. I was devastated. It was like I got broken up with. Same on, on same Monday. On, on Saturday. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It's insane. Because you're just holding your breath until the goal goes in.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know Tuca's sad in overtime, playoff overtime games? No. He's eight and three. Wow. You think of him. But when I heard when they, when they I thought he had a losing record because all you hear about is when he loses. You know, if he lets in that overtime goal, it's all people talk about.
2: Those wins are racked up against Toronto. I can
1: guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, that. that's exactly what they are. Definitely Toronto. Like it's you
2: take true. Toronto away, he's
1: probably five hundred. Because Frederick <laughs> Anderson's least...
2: overtime playoff record has to be two and
3: eleven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Although I want to add one last point. If we still have Braden Holpe, I would say us in five because I, I, I he, could, he could go zero and eleven, and then he we plays the Bruins four games nine. and he doesn't lose. If yeah. we played the if
0: for some reason we played the Canucks five times this year, they would have won all three. I don't think there's any way we can do brain <laughs>
1: Owns up.
0: He won 15 straight
2: over like five years. That's
0: and there's, there's nothing worse. And I wanted to make this point. The Capitals are already hard to play against, but because they just clogged the neutral zone, you can't get entry on them. It's, it's the most frustrating to watch, and you would never know that because you never have to play against the Capitals. Um, I know it when I'm I play sure the Capitals,
2: yeah. Or we play the but players.
0: There is nothing worse than playing a goalie that you just feel like you can't beat, and that's what I get in the Vasilevsky series. Mm-hmm. That's what I think we're going to see at times with Connor Hellbuck. Yeah, and I mean, there's some goalies that
2: you just watch him play, and you're like, there's no way they score. It's not going to be, them. you know, you know what goalie that was for me? It was Matt Murray, yeah, and it was so frustrating because to me, and Mr. Brady, you can correct me at being a goalie. To me, I'm like lift the puck. That's all you gotta do. His glove is, tight. <laughs> but I mean, when you watch him, when you just consistently watch him year way. after he year, yeah. he's his glove is is it's horrendous. Yeah, that's why Jari. Job. That's why Jari took the starting spot from him. <laughs> but to me, I'm True. like just lift the friggin' puck. Yeah, no, that's he the takes equation. the bottom
1: away. He, he plays small and he plays low. He does. Yeah, he the a does. So, shots a but,
2: but you just knew he was gonna beat. You. Uh uh-huh. So he was so good right. in those playoffs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do uh, the trivia question. Then we'll get out of here. We have a trivia question for our guest. This one's a. To me, it's a softball oh mainly God. because I know it. But Sorry, a um, situation here. Right yeah, you probably know it. Who was the first NHL player to score 50 goals in the season?
1: I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Rocket Rashad.
2: It was Rocket Richard. and All it's right. a little bit of a trick question because Gordie Howe is, oh, yeah. is probably the other answer that later. is yeah. most commonly new. Uh, then I have a backup question that's a little bit – that's a lot harder. All right. The first NHL team to win back-to-back Stanley Cup titles. The first
1: team to win back-to-back. I have two questions here. It, it, it could and you got to go way back. I'm going to go Toronto. It was not Toronto. Ottawa Generals. <laughs>
2: It was the Ottawa Senators Generals back then, 1921 and 1922.
1: Oh, do I get partial credit for a second guess? Partial credit, yeah. There was only six teams, so that that, that improved my odds to 33 percent But
0: <laughs> that was before the Bruins existed. Yeah. In 21-22. There, there were three
2: teams then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't even the Stanley the Cup. Was, I, knew I think it, it was the Montreal. The it was like the Montreal Memorial Cup back then. I don't even think yeah. it was yeah. the Stanley yeah. The yeah. Cup. But. All right. That's all I got. Um, I mean, we could you talk do. about Bruins caps for hours. So
1: that was a fun one. That was thanks for having me boys. It was fun. Absolutely. You want, you earned it. Yeah, you did. Earn, well, I kept my cap to your brothers. They were, they were really good. And, and I was sweating it out every time I played either of them. So Zach would call me and
2: I'm like, Hey, what's up? How was work? He's like, it was good. Um, so I, <laughs> McDavid's not scoring for me. I'm like, what? Uh Classes are going well too. Thanks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. Yeah. Exact thing. Uh, I was driving him nuts. I'm like,
0: we're here in the, We're here like in down ten points. He's been working at home, so he set up an office here in the basement. I would come down here and see sticky notes on his <laughs> on his work computer about fantasy hockey.
2: About who to trade. Yeah. you like. <laughs> it's like how's work. Uh yeah, I, I I I called out today because I gotta figure out this trade. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. It was so all next year to, uh, to spend time with you guys.
2: So next year we're gonna pick a better pro. I mean, the winner's gonna get on our show. I think we're gonna keep that, but we gotta think of something. I mean, Christian, neither of us were incentivized. I don't know about you, but yeah. <laughs> it was like we have finals, uh, I have this paper to write. I don't really care about my lineup.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah you 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 led the league in points scored by guys you didn't dress yeah <laughs> yeah no doubt about it <laughs> you look at your you're below the line staff like through the roof like, why yeah.
0: like
2: that? and that that was zach he's like dude you your golden hope he had like 11 points i'm like I, did, I haven't even logged on the app today i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> all right um tonight game of the year obviously bruins caps Uh, Me and Christian will be texting.
3: See y'all next week. Thank you, Mr. Brady, for joining us. Thanks for having me. See see y'all later.